Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. I'm Sierra. And I'm Ashley. And this is your Weekly, Weekly Dose of Wicked. from our podcast studio. Uh, we are in the podcast studio, but this is not live as it's recorded. Okay, let me try again. Coming at you pre-recorded from our podcast studio. Much better. I like that a lot. Same thing, in my opinion, but whatever. Not the same. Not the same at all. Okay. Anyway, we hope we have fantastic sound quality as we installed. Um, Ashley said they're not soundproofing, but the Amazon listing literally said acoustic panels for soundproofing. So I'm going to continue to call them soundproofing panels. Agree to disagree. Just like we're not live. <laughs> Whatever. We'll agree to disagree on that. But anyway, it's a joyous day in the world of Weekly Dose of Wicked as we have finally made all of our dreams come true. We made it. We made it. Started at the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> we can't We can't cuss this close in or we won't get monetization, so. I didn't cuss. I was going to say the next line. Oh, well, don't do that. Has swear words in it. Yeah, don't do but that. But apparently if we swear too early in the episode, then people won't give us money, so. No, just YouTube. Okay, well, we're on YouTube now. Oh, hey, guys, we're on YouTube now. There's no video, so don't get too excited. No, but there's YouTube. <laughs> on the same episodes that you've already heard. Doesn't matter. Maybe they want to hear them again on YouTube. Yeah, true. Give us a listen on YouTube. Follow us. Yeah, subscribe, right? Is that what you do yeah. on YouTube? I don't know. I don't, I don't use YouTube. I'm not Me a either. YouTuber. But anyway, in um, celebration of our podcasting room... We have some wine that we're going to crack open. I'm going to be honest with you. Ashley pre-cracked the bottle, so we had to go get a new one. But it's okay, because I have a lot of wine. Sounds very lovely. Oh, thank you so much. Crisp and fancy. Here's your one chance fancy. Don't let me down. Banana now. I mean, we might as well finish that bottle off. Yeah, might as well. I don't know for any of those of you who drink wine, but wine bottles actually only have two glasses in them, not four. Agreed, 100%. Sometimes they only have one glass, depending on how big your cup is. Did you know that uh, Starbucks Venti holds a whole cup of wine? Or a whole bottle of wine? Mm, I didn't know that, but makes sense. Maybe it's a Trenta. It's one of the big ones. I don't feel like... Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I feel like my normal, like, 30-ounce Yeti would hold that, so. Well, yeah, that's how big a Trenta is. I don't know how big a Trenta is. I don't know. Nobody gives a shit about how much wine no. fits in a cup, actually. No, they don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad, guys. All right, put that one away. We're also drinking out of these fancy cups that Ashley got us. They say, let's get wicked. We should have done a boomerang. We'll do that after, maybe, if we have it's any wine left. Yeah, but no one wants to hear us do a boomerang alive. We're just fucking, we're not live, actually. <laughs> I still have to go back in. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. I still have to go back and edit this so I could edit out us doing a boomerang, obviously. Okay. I don't want to make you do that, but okay. we'll, go ahead. No, it's fine. We'll do go it ahead. at the end. We'll do it at the end. What if there's no wine left? We have like four bottles. Yeah, but we're not going to drink we that We can many. fill it with freaking water. Like, who cares? It's a dark okay. glass. Nobody okay. will even know okay. it's not okay. really wine. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Except fine. for you guys, because we told you, but there'll probably be wine left. We're not that big of drunks. Anyway. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't even drink all week. Me either. It's Monday. I drank yesterday, so that's not true. But <laughs> that was last week. No. Get your phone off the table. <laughs> I discreetly had it hidden behind you, so you wouldn't know I was on the phone. And then it vibrated. Well, I just don't know what I'm going to do face to face. Yeah, it's kind of weird, guys. Kind of awkward. Super weird. It's kind of awkward as fuck. But that's okay. We'll get used to it. It'll be fine. Okay. So, anyways, um, that's it. That's all of our news all we got so you know do the things give us a like give us a follow on facebook and instagram you can find us on both of those by going to the app or website and just searching weekly dose of wicked we'll pop right up because well there's only one one weekly dose of wicked 
And we're famous. I mean... We're not famous. We're not famous. <laughs> but it's, like, it's nice to think we're famous. Yeah, we pretend. Um, what else can you do? You can head on over to Apple Podcasts, where you can give us a rating and review. You can go on over to YouTube, where you could give us some likes, give us some subscriptions, leave some comments on our videos, but only if they're nice comments. Don't go on there and troll us. Yeah, that'd be mean. It might be funny. I might laugh about it. Um, what else can you do? You can go on over to www.patreon.com forward slash weekly dose of wicked where you can join one of our four awesome tiers to support your favorite girls become a pepperoni patroni yep what what so yeah that's all we got uh so without further ado let's have our first official face-to-face live recording it's not live (laughs) stop saying that okay i'm sorry we could never actually do a live because we spend too much time messing around yeah, too much time screwing off. And laughing and no. I mean, our normal episodes are like 40 minutes long. We have like an hour and a half of audio. We're already at like nine minutes. Yeah. We have probably a minute of usable. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, I'll go ahead and start. So going into this, I told you there would be no murder. Is that not true? No. That was a lie. Oh, why would you lie to me like that? Because I'm sorry. So when I started researching, I was like, you know what? The last few weeks, they've been pretty heavy. Okay. Let's do a lighter case. So what kind of light crime do I like? I have no idea. Pop quiz, Sierra. Come on. I have no idea what kind of light crime you like. That's like, it's a weird question. White collar. I like white collar. Oh, white collar. I mean, okay. I don't even remember that white collar exists. Okay, well. I I only think of red collar. (laughs) Okay, well. White collar, typically no murder. In the white collar crimes. Well, no, because if there's murder, it's red collar. Right. Well, so this is not white collar. I guess it's red collar. Okay, then. Some people get it confused, though, because they don't know that red collar is a thing. Right. But it is. So. Well, when I googled white collar crimes, this popped up. So. Yeah. But it's actually red collar. Okay. Okay. So Sweet, sweet. I wasn't really sure. That question kind of threw me. I was thinking, like, I don't know. Petty theft. I don't know. I don't know what kind of crime you like. White I collar. don't actually like any crime. Well, me either, but I think white collar is super interesting. Like, how could you be smart enough to embezzle that much money? Super boring. Because not me. Yeah, but the majority of the time, they get caught. Yeah. I only find it interesting when there's murder involved. Yeah, don't do that. That was bad. Anyway, I only find it interesting when there's murder involved. I don't actually care. Which is weird, since, you know, I went to school for accounting, but I don't give a shit about the financials. Okay, well, I do. Give me a good stabbing. Okay. Well, anyways, um, so, white-collar crime, that's what I was thinking, no one normally dies. It'd be a nice, soft case. Well, that's not what occurred. Okay, you were wrong. Got it. Yes, I was wrong, Heard. as usual. So anyways, um, Googling white collar, I found this one, and I was like, oh, this sounds really interesting. And I started reading it, and then I was like, hmm, there is death. Okay. So anyways, um, I want to go ahead and apologize for my not light case, because this one is infuriating and depressing and not light at all. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much. I'm so glad that you gave us a nice light case. To- yeah. Well, you're welcome. Go into. We have been doing some heavy stuff, and next week will probably be heavy too. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll actually find a light case the I next time. Probably. Like, I don't know that it's not going to be light. It's 100% not going to be light. What are you doing next week? I can't tell you. <sighs> okay. It's a secret. Find out next week. You could probably hear me breathing like that. I probably shouldn't do that. What? <sighs> I said. Oh, it's fine. I feel like this is going to be great because. I feel like it's not going to need as much editing. Maybe. I think that it's going to be more natural. Yeah, I hope so. The lagging of like the across the computers and across the interwebs. I feel like um, also you and I have good banter as it is, but it's going to go better being able to like actually see. Right. Especially the last few times we've been like talking on the phone and not seeing each other. Right. And that's been awful. Yeah, it's been weird. So I think that this will make a big difference. And I feel like it's not going to be as many like long pauses. Like normally I spend so much time editing long pauses and I don't think that will happen because yeah. it's more natural. Yeah, I hope so. And I also think that we won't talk over each other as much. And if we do, it's like a more natural talking over versus like lagging by a minute and having a full blown conversation over the other one talking. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm excited. Okay. Also, I wanted to give a uh, trigger warning that there is a small amount of sexual assault, but I'm not going to focus on it. So just a little bit. Okay. Any children? No. Well, I, she might be a child. I'm not sure. Okay. Because her information was redacted. Oh, okay. So it, they could possibly be children, but probably not. They are most likely over 18. 
Okay. But anyways. Sounds good. Let's go. Okay. Hit me. Not a lot of details on it, so. On that part, on the sexual assault part. Okay, anyways. So, when a Michaela Fuit. I'm not sure how you say that. So, that's why I went with Fuit. I don't think that's how you say that. <laughs> Probably not. It's F-E-U-C-H-T. No, that's 100% not how you say Fault. that. No. Why don't you look this up? I don't know, because I didn't. Because I did the case today at work. Okay, well, you're supposed to have been prepared. Well, you know what? F-E-U-C-H-T. Pronunciation. We're going to ask Google. Okay. And if Google's wrong, then we apologize. But it's better than actually just saying random words. Fweet. That's what I said. That's not what you said. <laughs> That's close enough. Okay. Micaiah Foyt. Micaiah? Yeah, is that not what I said? They said Michaela. Oh, well, I thought I said Micaiah. Okay. Micaiah Foyt. Okay. Okay, well, I might have just completely butchered her name, and I'm really sorry. I okay, mean... so anyways. Micaiah was 15 years old. She had a cyst on her lower back and had to have surgery to get it removed. A pretty painful recovery, and she was prescribed opioids. Which started her path towards addiction. Uh, her name might be Mokea Fouché. Because this person said, I can confirm this is wrong. It's pronounced Fouché. There's not an A on the end. I agree. Okay, well, it really doesn't matter. Is it important to the story? I mean... Is she the victim? She's the victim at the beginning, but there's lots of victims. Oh, okay. So, here we are, just uh, embarrassing victims. Gotcha. Saying their name's wrong. Okay, well, I'm really sorry. Way to go, Ashley. Way to go. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of crap. As long as you can acknowledge that you're a piece of crap, I'll move forward. Okay. So, Micaiah. Micaiah. Foyt. Foyt. Fouet. I don't know. Fouché. Fouché. <laughs> I don't know. It's not funny. We shouldn't be laughing at victims. No, it's wrong funny. with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did she get murdered? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. How do you kind of get murdered? Just listen, okay? Actually, what the hell kind of case is this? How do you kind of get murdered? Because it's someone's fault. I believe it's he is a murderer. But technically, he did not murder her. Okay. Himself. Okay. Okay? Okay, just listen. I believe he's a murderer. Okay. okay. You sound like, I believe I'm a fire truck. Like, doesn't work. Okay, anyways. So, um. <laughs> you're annoying me. Thank you. Okay, so she recovered from this procedure that she had. She didn't need pain medication. She was going good. She was a very bright young woman with her whole life ahead of her. She played sports and excelled in school. She was dual enrolled, taking both high school and college classes at the same time. And she started a family pretty young, and by 20, she was pregnant with her second son. This pregnancy was really rough on her and caused a lot of irritation to that lower back where she had surgery. And even after she had birth, it didn't stop. So she was prescribed more pain medicine. She was taking both Vicodin and Percocet. After taking it for a while, the medicine wasn't enough. And one of her acquaintances told her, I have something that will help with the pain. So he, or she, I'm not positive the gender, but anyways, um, helped her shoot up with heroin. <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> the gender is uncertain. Okay. Well, it just said like her friend. I don't know. Okay. I just assume it's a boy, but that's really um, rude of Could me. Could be non-binary. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, her friend shot her up with heroin. Okay. So this really took Micaiah's life a turn for the worst. In 2013, she was found in her apartment, passed out with track marks on her arms, and her two young sons were alone, dirty, and hungry. The children went to live with her grandparents, and Micaiah was sent to Florida for recovery. Fun fact, Florida is actually the top state for drug recovery. Did you know that? Uh, I did not know that, but it makes sense. I can see that. makes sense. Because it's a sunny, happy place. So, like, you would go there to recover, hang out on the beach, and yeah, that would that. keep you from wanting to do drugs because there's, like, dopamine in sunny, beachy times, yeah, right? Vitamin D is dopamine. I think it would do serotonin, but. Okay. What's close dopamine? Enough. It's also a happy hormone, but it's a different type of happy hormone, I think. I don't know. I just pulled that out of my ass. I don't even know what dopamine okay. or serotonin are. <laughs> They're both happy hormones, so either okay. one. That your body makes naturally? Yes. Okay. So either way, I could see that. Florida's a happy place. Okay. Uh, that's false, though, because we went to Orlando. The place was fucking terrifying. Yeah, that was terrifying. <laughs> so not always a happy place. Orlando is the scariest place I've ever been in my life. I don't know. This past year, we've taken some scary trips. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about Wilmington. I just blocked that right out of my and mind. And Greenville. They were all kind of scary. Greenville was fine. No, Greenville was fine. Greenville was fine. There was nothing scary in Greenville. In Wilmington, we witnessed, we didn't witness, but we came home to the road closed down because of somebody being shot in the middle of the day. 
That is true. Uh, but in Orlando, that girl got kidnapped. That's true. Like a mile away from us. Yeah. Bad place. Both so, of them. We have taken some sketchy ass trips in the past year. Yeah. So, But Greenville was fine. Yeah. The house was just a little sketchy at first, but it was I okay. I don't recall the house being sketchy at all. The neighborhood was kind of sketchy. Oh, it was an up and coming area, but I mean, it was fine. It was not nearly as up and coming as Wilmington. Oh, no, no, no. Wilmington was really up and coming. It was the Taj Mahal compared to Wilmington. Yes, I would agree. If you ever go somewhere and somebody makes a comment about you're the only person of your race, like, you should leave. Yes. So when we got there, they said, oh, wow, white people, you should leave. Right. Regardless of your ethnicity. If you get somewhere, they're like, oh, wow, Asian people, get out of there. Oh, wow, black people, leave. Leave. Oh, wow, Hispanics, leave. Doesn't no. matter, leave. Doesn't matter your ethnicity. If somebody of an opposite race of you says, oh, wow, and whatever race you are, just leave. It's not a good, not a good idea to stay. No. 100% no. This 100% says, they're like, oh, wow, white people were like, oh, look, white people. Either way, it was, we should have left. Yeah, that should have been our first key, but we didn't, and we stayed, and it turned out fine. We're alive, so we're anyways. Fine. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I laid in the hammock outside at, like, one in the morning, and it was fine. You guys made me come inside because you were worried for my safety, but I was fine. Yeah, because it was a little dumb. And I also took shots on the side of the road there. That's true. You did do Wilmington that. was fine. Orlando was way sketchier. Well, anyways, so Florida, top state for drug recovery. They have the most drug treatment centers and the most people checked into inpatient and outpatient rehab centers. I can believe that. But can I just take one more thing about Orlando? The only good thing that came out of Orlando is that old deaf man that checked me out. You remember that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was feeling hot as shit. You're ridiculous. In my bathing suit, going to the hot tub and the old deaf man, he was checking me out for sure. And then he Ashley was. was like, that old guy was checking you out. I was like, I know. He was like 75 <laughs> years old. I should not have been, um, I was going to say thrilled, but that's not the right word. Pleased. No, pleased wasn't the word I was looking for either. I don't know what word I was looking for. It doesn't matter, but. You were feeling hot. I was feeling hot, but I was just saying like, I shouldn't, I don't know what the word was I was looking for. Like he was clearly too old for me to get pleasure out of the fact that he found me attractive. Like, I think he probably would have found, like, an old banana attractive. Yeah, he probably. Was really, I mean, he was really old. He's probably older than 75. Yeah, he was old. If we have any old listeners, I'm sorry, but he was really old and wrinkly and old enough to probably be my great-grandfather. I don't know about that. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Maybe. Not really, but my grandfather. At least your grandfather. At yes. least my grandfather. Yes. So, Micaiah is in Florida. She's living in a sober home going to an outpatient treatment center and is doing really well. She's making progress towards her recovery. One day she is leaving a group therapy session and a young woman approaches her and tells her that the sober home that she's living in is super nice and laid back. And Micaiah should think about coming to live there. She also tells her that if she comes and lives with her and recruits some of her friends to also live there, she can make $300 a week. Is this like a trap house? No, it's a sober home. Okay. Seems more like a prostitution ring. Well... Well, it is. <laughs> I mean, not yet. Okay. So it seems like a great deal to Micaiah, and she moves into the sober home and starts treatment at their partnered facility, Reflection Treatment Center. Unfortunately, though, this sober home and treatment center is not all it's cracked up to be. Shocking, I know. Yeah, that was just really blew me right out of my chair. The treatment is spotty at best, but mostly non-existent. Micaiah's mom, Michelle, gets a statement from her insurance company and Reflections has charged her $600,000 to the insurance company in seven months. What? Yep, for her treatment. In seven months, $600,000 to her company. Oh, my gosh. Or to her insurance company. Yeah. How much was the other place she was at? I don't know. I didn't find that. How much does drug rehabilitation normally cost? That's a know. lot of money, I feel it's like. It's a lot of money. $600,000? What does outpatient mean? I don't know what that means. Like, you're at your house and you just go there. Okay. So, so it's not like, even like a facility she's living at. Right. So she lives in the sober home. Okay. And then she goes to the outpatient treatment is center. Is the sober home included in that though? Like no. she has to pay for that separately? Yes. That's insane. So like a sober home, I go into this like later with like a definition, but a sober home is basically like a halfway house. Right. I mean, that makes sense. Like you are there with like other drug addicts who are going through the same thing as you. It's a communal living. It's a support group. That makes sense. But I just felt like those kinds of places normally were not at cost of you. Like I felt like they were normally like governmentally funded. Yeah. No. No. Halfway houses aren't. I mean, maybe, but I feel like this one it says low rent, so maybe. Um, I went to that group home in Rockwell. Remember, and they didn't tip me anything, so I assume they're governmentally funded. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it says they're like low rent, but a group home is different than a sober house. I understand that, but I just was saying like halfway house. Right. Yeah, I I'm feel like positive. the group home. Okay, so like that group home was two group homes. It was one for children and then one for adults. So I said right. the adults were like criminals. Right. I don't that's know. That's just me assuming. So it could be completely false, but that's what I assumed. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, the 600000 was just the outpatient. Like she went there for therapy for a couple hours and came home. That's insane. Yeah. So she got a ton of labs ordered and one-on-one therapy sessions daily. And she just thought that was kind of weird. So she calls Micaiah to check in on her. She's like, hey, are you sick? Like, there's been a lot of labs getting ordered. Like, are you okay? And she's like, no, I've only been drug tested twice. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, so they're just like fraudulently doing lab testing. Yeah. Did I say fraudulently? Yeah. Properly? I think I feel so. like I'm saying it wrong. No, I think that was right. I feel like I'm saying fraudulently. <laughs> I feel like it's not coming out clearly. Were those fraudulent? Yes, they were tests? fraudulent. Or were they accurate tests? Um, well, she told her mom that she'd only been drug tested twice. That's insane. I really want to know how much average outpatient drug rehabilitation costs. I'm going to Google it on my phone. I know I'm not supposed to have my phone. I'm just going to grab it for a second and Google this while you continue. But I okay. want to know Okay. average. I want to know what the average cost. I should have included that. I'm sorry. I just wonder, like, how much that would cost. Average cost of outpatient... Drug treatment. Correct? Yeah. Rehab treatment. All right, let's do that. Mm, rehab pricing. I don't know. I just want to know an average cost. Like, why is there not like a... <sighs> the average cost of drug rehab is about $18,000, but can vary from 5000 to 50000 Okay, but not 600000 Yeah, but that doesn't even say like in a course of like how long. Like, is that 5000 to 50000 a month? Is that... Over the course of the entire treatment? I don't know. I mean, I would assume that means the whole treatment, but those also vary. So maybe that's why the price varies. So a detox process is typically 30 days and it ranges from 250 to $800 a day. So detox is inpatient. Okay. So you're out of facility detoxing. Okay. So residential treatment would be, some, you're staying there, right? Right. Okay. So this says outpatient rehab. Okay. Outpatient care allows individuals to live at home while receiving treatment. Through a series of appointments, patients learn to be drug-free without living at the facility. Outpatient care often costs about $5,000 for a three-month program. Some facilities may charge up to $10,000 for three months. Right. So, yeah, $600,000 is extremely insane. Yes. So, I just found $5,000 for three months for outpatient, $6,000 per month for inpatient. Okay. But even at inpatient, like, that would be insane. Yeah. Like, over the course of seven months. That's crazy. That's, what, like, $70,000, I mean, a month for seven months? No, yeah, even more a lot. That. I don't know. 80000 Let's try that. Yeah, 80000 would be $560,000. That's insane. Like, what are they doing? Feeding her golden nuggets for lunch? No, they're lying. Right. I mean, obviously, but, like, how could they even justify? Right. How is the insurance not, like, fraud, 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 fraud? Because the insurance is on it, I guess. In on it insurance is in on it you think so i mean it's a huge problem so i mean you'd think they would realize it that's just insane to me yep i mean i agree but like, it happened my insurance wouldn't even let me get a colonoscopy <laughs> while i was pregnant why are you laughing it's not funny i mean no it's my true. insurance said no you may not have a colonoscopy while i was pregnant because they didn't think it was medically necessary what are you looking at i'm not i was trying to get away from the mic to swallow oh okay. so i didn't do it in the mic I thought you were, like, looking at me weird. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's just insane to me. Like, yeah. my insurance was like, oh, you need a colonoscopy, you pregnant bitch with Crohn's? Denied. Yeah. Nope. And hers is like, okay, 600000 That's me waving out my money. Yeah, that's insane. I knew what that was, but the listeners may not have. Ashley likes to do that a lot. Yeah, that's me putting one hand. She also likes to whip out her big penis. Well, you better watch out. <laughs> Which is just her arm. <laughs> Anyways. So, um... Yeah, so she asked her if she spent sick. She's like, no, I've only been drug tested twice. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, her mom says, like, there's a bunch of one-on-one therapy sessions, like, every day. And she's like, I don't even do one-on-one therapy. We only do group therapy. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. So Michelle's mom calls. So Michelle, not Michelle's mom. Michelle calls the rehab center. And they just kind of, like, ignore her. And when they do answer her, they, like, dismiss her. And she's getting really annoyed. But she's hearing from her daughter less and less. And in one of their conversations, Micaiah tells her that she's not getting her medications like she's supposed to, 
They've taken her personal cell phone and are stealing her things at the sober house. What? Are they giving her $300 a person? Or whatever they're supposed to be giving her? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but then they're stealing it back, also, it sounds like. They're charging $600,000. So $80,000 a month a person. And they're like, oh, if you bring us the person, we'll give you $300. Screw them. Well, 300 a week. 300 a week is still screw them. Oh, well, for sure. I mean, that's 1200 bucks a month after they're charging $80,000 a month per person. Yeah. Screw them. Yeah, they should they be suck. like, oh, you bring us a person, we'll give you 10 grand. Yeah, no. Like, screw them. Yeah, this is an infuriating case, Ashley. I know, and we've only just begun. I'm pissed. So Michelle calls the sober home again, and they tell her that none of that is true. Drug addicts are manipulative. They lie just to get what they want. <laughs> she can't be trusted. I love victim blaming. It's yeah, so don't blame. listen to her. She's wrong. So, but Michelle's I mean, just like, I don't know about that. This is a pretty interesting scam, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's believable. Drug addicts are liars. Yeah. If I mean, you're a lying drug addict, I'm sorry, but a majority of the time... They do. They lie to get what who, they need. Yeah, are on drugs. They lie and they manipulate to get their drugs. They steal. Yeah. 100%. So that's what they're telling her. But Michelle knows her daughter. And like, she's why like, would she even lie about that? Like, oh no, I'm not. Like, that doesn't even make sense. I don't know. They're saying everything she's saying is a lie. She gets her drug tests all the time. She goes to one-on-one therapy. She's not getting her stuff stolen. She's getting her medication. She is a big fat liar. I can see the making up about getting your stuff stolen because maybe she's selling her stuff. Right. For drug money. Right. So I can see that one. But her like, drug tests are coming back clean. But apparently they're not drug testing her. Well, they are. Twice. Okay. But like, again, that doesn't make sense for her to lie about that. 100%. But that's the, I can saying. see lying about the stuff being stolen. Because like, if she's selling her stuff, she needs a reason why her stuff's gone. So, like, that one makes sense to me. Right. It does not make sense to me for her to lie about, oh, they're not drug testing me if her drug tests are coming up clean. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense at all. But that's what they're going with. No. So, this just doesn't really sit right with Michelle at all. So, she calls the treatment center to talk with the doctors. Because right now, she's just talking to, like, the manager of the sober home. Mm -hmm. So, now she's calling the treatment center to talk with the doctors. And they're just not answering her phone calls. And they don't call her back. But she doesn't let up. She knows something is wrong. But unfortunately, before she could get answers, in July of 2016, Micaiah and her current boyfriend are suddenly kicked out of their sober home, are dropped off at a sketchy motel in a bad area of town. Micaiah shoots up heroin that is laced with carfentanil, which is a elephant tranquilizer, and she overdoses and dies that night. Why did they just drop her off? They kicked her out of the halfway house, or Why? the sober home. No reason was given. That's insane. And they were not held, I'm sure they were not held liable for that. Oh, no. That's insane. You took $600,000 of her money. Right. And then kicked her out. Right. So that's one thing I'm really not sure about. So this says, like, that they're charging the insurance company $600,000. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, like, her mom is having to pay co-pays, like, or is it just the insurance company paying 600000 I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, it's not okay to screw over insurance companies, obviously, but... You know, they're big companies with lots of money. I mean, insurance companies are assholes anyway. So it would be better to screw them than, like, Micaiah's mom. Like, are they taking her whole life savings? Okay, but you know that I am, like, totally against insurance. Yeah, they suck, but... So, but even me, as someone who's against insurance, like, it's fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. And I mean, I'm totally, like, anti-insurance. I think it's the stupidest thing ever. A majority of the time, you do not need insurance unless something catastrophic happens. I mean, I have insurance, and I still think it's stupid. I mean, I know, but your insurance also is, like, affordable. Right. But a lot of people pay a shit ton of money for insurance, and then they have to pay copays, and then their medical bills wouldn't even touch what they pay in insurance and their copays if they just paid out of pocket. Because right. if you pay out of pocket with no insurance, you get a discount. So, like, your doctor visit costs you $80, but then they charge your insurance $300, and you've got a $50 copay. You're better off just paying for the freaking $80 visit. Right. And not paying the $400 in insurance you pay a month or however much you pay. Right. But you know that I'm very much anti-insurance, and even I think this is messed up. Yeah, it is messed up. But again, just beginning. Micaiah's story isn't the only one. Lots end the same way. I mean, I would assume so, because we have a whole hour episode here, and you're only, you know. Well, she's the only one that I really, like, go into detail on. Mm-hmm. There were lots to choose from, but she's the one I chose, because I could have sat here and talked for four hours if I went to all of the ones I found with this same person who ran these. Oh, the same, like, company? Yeah. These this. So the whole case is about one company. And they have. And they haven't been held liable at all? Well, they do eventually. Okay. That's good. Yes. Gives me a little. A little light. glimmer. A little, little light at the end of the tunnel. 
So, like I said, Florida, top recovery state, and they have a huge epidemic going on. Not only opioid use, but corruption in the drug rehab industry. Yeah, that would make sense. (laughs) Say it doesn't sound, I know. So, in 2010, the Affordable Care Act was passed. And with that, insurance companies were required to pay for addiction treatment. Yeah. Which seems like a great thing. You know, before, it was up to them if they paid for it or not. So it's great that we're, um, you know, making them pay for it. However, this is actually the root cause of all of the corruption with the drug rehabilitation industry. It's where it starts. And also Florida's lenient laws. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, many states, but especially Florida, realized that they could streamline drug rehab by making sober homes. So this is where I go into the definition of what a sober home is. I said that we probably know what a sober home is, but just in case, a sober house is where someone goes after they detox in an inpatient rehab to continue to be supported during their recovery. These houses are communal living houses where people in recovery pay low rent and continue their treatment in outpatient drug centers. It's supposed to be a place where they are supported by a community that is going through the same thing and has a manager who lives in the house and supervises the tenants. These houses um, don't have a wait list, so that's like a big pro for them. Unlike inpatient, where it's months to get into them. Mm-hmm. Right, and a lot can happen in months. For me. Right, right. So usually inpatient rehabs have really long waiting lists. So these, you know, houses. Don't. I just find that so crazy because on TV, when people have drug problems, they just go drop them off at inpatient rehab centers. It's no issue. Yeah, well, that's not real life. I know it's not real life, but I just think it's so funny. The way that TV, you know, like, portrays things that are just completely inaccurate. But, like, how many times have you watched, like, a TV show where they just, like, drop... Like, One Tree Hill. They drop Deb off at an inpatient rehab center. They just go drop her off, and she, like, falls asleep in the car, high on drugs, and she, like, wakes up in the center. Right. Yeah. No, not realistic at all. No, it's not. So, shortly after 2010, those homes sprung up everywhere. And Kenneth Chapman was a big name in the sober home industry. He goes by Kenny. He was a fitness instructor... In an attempt to make some extra money, he decided to open a couple halfway houses or sober houses in 2012. Okay. And he called his company Staying Alive, which is um, comedic. Oh, yeah. That's why I left. That wasn't the word I was going for, but that's the one that came to my head. Okay. Humorous? No. Funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> ironic. Yes. That's the word I was going comedic for. Comedic and ironic do not mean the same thing. No, they don't. <laughs> All I could think was... So at the time in Florida, sober houses don't have to have a license requirement to get started. Of course they don't. They really don't have any requirements at all. That does not surprise me at all. Because in Florida, their law classifies sober houses as housing for the disabled. So there's no laws for housing for the disabled? Well, it's not a medical facility because it's just a house for disabled people. Okay, that's reassuring. So the only rules that these houses had were they had to be at least three-bedroom, two-bathroom, and the tenants needed to be enrolled in an outpatient treatment program. Okay. But no one checked on them. So as long as they said they were doing what they were doing, then that was it. There was no registration, no certifications, no regulations, nothing legal. Okay. Cool, cool. So the sober houses partnered with treatment centers and testing centers like they were supposed to, except for these businesses then gave those sober houses a kickback for sending them their patients. Okay. So that's illegal. You can't give people kickbacks. Yeah, I knew kickbacks was a bad bad thing. Yeah, bad thing. So Kenny doesn't really care about actually helping people. He's just in it for the money. Say it isn't so. I had no idea. Yeah, fitness instructor turned. Kenny was a good guy, man. I thought he was a stand-up man. He's not. Well, I gathered that now. Okay. Okay, well, I'm glad we're on the same page. So his sober houses are known for being very lax. (laughs) Should I keep talking over the wine pouring? I think it's fine. I think (laughs) the people like to know how much wine I drink. (laughs) That sounded like a lot of wine, but it's really only a glass. It's really not. It's not even a glass. It's only half a glass. Okay. I like to fill my wine glass to the very tippy top. 
I do too if I have my nice insulated ones, but these plastic ones, they don't keep it cold. No, these Let's Get Wicked ones are not the best. Where'd you get them from? Um, Lowe's Foods. At Halloween. Yeah, that's the most random thing I've ever heard. I went to Lowe's Foods, and they had them on sale after Halloween, and there was two of them, and I thought that was fate, so I bought them. Yeah, I mean, no, they're super cute. I just never, I figured, like, Michael's or Hobby Lobby. Lowe's Foods. Target. So, okay. shout out for Lowe's Foods. I mean, Lowe's Foods is pretty cool. They also have those chain wings on Wednesdays, half off. They do. That's a good Lowe's deal. Lowe's Foods is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's expensive, though. It's super expensive, but they have that build your own tomato pint. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> okay, anyways, let's talk back about Kenny. Okay. Sorry, I got distracted by Lowe's Foods. And they let you drink beer while you shop, so you know. And wine and mimosas. Yeah. And they have the build your own tomato thing. It's just a big thing of tomatoes, and you get to fill the container with whatever little tiny tomatoes you want. And you just pay by the pound. It's the best. Yeah. That is pretty cool. I mean, I don't like tomatoes, but... I love tomatoes. Love them. I know. I know. It's my fave. And they're all different kinds of, like, grape and cherry tomatoes in all different colors. They've got purple and red and orange and yellow. Okay. So, um, the sober houses. Yeah, back to the sober houses. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell me about Kenny and his sober houses and the money he had to make. How much money was he making? Well, I don't know. Okay. I do know, but I'm not going to tell you right now. So, his sober houses, known for being very lax, and they allow drug use in them. Um, what? Mm-hmm. And that's like a Excuse reputation me? on the street. That was from the Mindy Project. Yeah, I understand. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was also known for his cruel authority in his sober houses. He would alienate his tenants and confiscate their phones and their keys. For what reason? Because he wanted to make them stay there longer so he could continue to get his kickbacks. Okay. He would threaten his tenants, saying, who's going to believe you? You're a drug addict. I mean, it's true. And when the families would call, if there was any issues, he was a smooth talker. And he would get them to believe him over their own loved ones. Which... Isn't very hard because he's dealing with drug addicts. Right. And when they are in current drug use, right. they lie. Right. I mean, unfortunately, it's what happens. Right. And, like, he's a sober business, business owner. Right. Right. Makes sense. Still bullshit, but makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it is bullshit, but unfortunately, it's how the world works. So he's making pretty good money from his kickbacks. But he decides he doesn't want to deal with the middleman anymore. He wants to open his oh, own treatment center. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea, Kenny. So, not a lot of regulation on those either. But a little more than the sober houses. So, you don't need any education or any background in addiction treatment, but you do need two doctors on your team. One being a medical director and one being a clinical director. And you can't be a felon. That's a problem for Kenny. Oh, he's a felon? He is. So in What do you do? I'm going to tell you. In 2008, he pled guilty for federal charges for a credit card fraud scheme. Oh, okay. So, when he opened his treatment center, no brainer, he puts it in his wife's name. Well, obviously, you wouldn't put your own name if you're a freaking felon. Right, he wasn't allowed, so he put it in his wife Laura's name. Okay. And this was Reflections Treatment Center. Oh. But Laura, she's just the name. She has no involvement in the treatment center. It's only Kenny. So, hold on, I need you to back up for a second. When did Micaiah have her shoes? 2016. So, it was after. Okay, so it was this place that Kenny opened. Yes. Okay. I was confused. Like, was that a franchise or was Kenny just the POS that caused Micaiah to die? No, as well. I was thinking point of sale. <laughs> no, piece of shit, <laughs> Ashley. POS in the real world means piece of shit. We're not in a restaurant right, right now. Right, right, right. We're in our podcasting studio coming at you live. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, Kenny's a big old pile of poop. Okay. In my opinion. Yes. So, um, Laura has nothing to do with these treatment centers. They're all Kenny's. She just puts her name on it and forgets about them. Or the treatment center. There's not multiple. Okay. So, Was there only ever one? I read one place that he franchised and did another one, but I could only find that in one article. Okay. So, I don't know if that's true or okay. not. Okay. So, when he opens it, he opens it in a strip mall. Which, this right might just be me being a judgmental bitch, but, like, I just really get sketched out about medical facilities in a strip mall. I think it's weird. I agree. You know that dentist that messed my teeth up when I was four? He was in a strip mall. Strip mall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's in a strip mall. I know nobody cares about that, but it was a horrible experience for me. I don't, I mean, maybe it's just me being 
rude. No, but I mean, I agree. I think strip mall places, like anything medical-wise, should have their own building. Or be in, like, a plaza of medical places. Not a strip mall. Right. Because it just kind of seems like when they're in a strip mall that they're, like, not validated. Right. No, I agree with that. That just, I might be judgmental, too. So. Um, but I did have that bad experience with that dentist office. I'm pretty positive it was in a strip mall. I'll have to double check with mom, but I'm like fairly positive. I remember going there and it being like, not even in a strip mall, behind the strip mall. Oh, that's even in worse. In the back of the strip mall. Yeah, that's even worse. So now Kenny has his own treatment center. And so he sends his sober home tenants to his treatment center. Mm-hmm. He also brings in a network of other sober homes and he gives them a kickback. To bring their tenants to him. He also makes his tenants from his homes go to his treatment center six days a week. With free transportation in exchange for free rent. So he can charge that insurance company. Right. He creates a wonderful website. With pictures of sunsets and beaches and people riding horses. There's encouraging phrases about recovery and how addiction's a disease. He pays people to be his success stories and talk about how much his center and his homes helped them. Um, it later, you find out that um, those people that were his success stories were actually high during their testimonies. What? Yeah, he paid them drugs to be a testimony. Okay, that's cool. He also paid an NBA star, Keon Dooling. I've never heard of him, but apparently he's a big deal. I'm not sure. Um, to advertise for his treatment centers. And fun fact, Keon was actually arrested himself last April for his own fraud scheme. I didn't really look a lot into it, but I just thought that was interesting that they both were arrested for fraud. Right. Kenny also donated small amounts of money to make himself look charitable. Not a lot, because, you know, he had to keep the money for himself, but a small amount. And he donated them to um, children's sports. Kenny would have his doctors order all kinds of unnecessary things, like genetic testing and full allergy testing. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know, maybe that is important in drug rehab, but it doesn't seem important to me. He drug tests them every day, supposedly. And if his staff believed that those tests that came back could be wrong, they would resubmit it to the testing center to test it again. So he would double charge for the same testing. Okay. If the center had a low number of patients, they would send in staff urine samples as a fake patient. And they also tried to get patients from out of state because then they could charge more for being out of network. Right. So Micaiah was from Ohio, Mm -hmm. but her family sent her to Florida. Well, yeah, because it seems like the cool thing to do. Because Florida is number one in recovery. Makes sense. So people would send their loved ones there. Sometimes um, the testing center would also pay for the flights for those out-of-state clients to come to them. I think if a testing, or not a testing center, if a, like, the rehab center was like, hey, come to my rehab, I'll pay for you to come here. That's a red flag. I would agree. But apparently not. So Kenny oversaw, oversaw all treatments of his patients. He was at the center almost every day. He would attend a lot of the group therapies with the patients. If the doctors recommended something that he didn't like, he would just overrule their decision. Like if one of the doctors recommended a patient go back to a detox or an inpatient rehab, Kenny, who has no medical knowledge, would overrule it and um, say that no, they were fine because he didn't want to lose out on the insurance money. Right. Well, like how many people do you think they were treating at a time? I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. It was in a strip mall. So I'm just wondering, like, how many people? Because, I mean... So it's outpatient. So, like, they come in for an hour and leave. Right. That's what I'm wondering. Like, how many people do you think they're treating at a time? Because if he's charging $600,000 for seven months, I'm just thinking of, like, how much money he's bringing in. A lot. With, like, 30 patients, even. Right. I mean, even 10 patients. A lot of money. So I'm just wondering, like, if it was, like, an all-day, ongoing people coming in there. Like, that's just crazy. It's freaking insane. I clearly chose the wrong career path. Yeah, you should have um, moved to Florida and owned. Yeah, I definitely should have moved to Florida, opened drug rehab centers and halfway houses for drug addicts and screwed off insurance. Well, but if you would have done it, not screwed them off, you probably still would have made a lot of money. Yeah, obviously. And not went to jail, so. That's so true. 
So that's I'm just clearly just being sarcastic. I have no desire to do any of that. <laughs> I mean, me either, but... But clearly, I just think this all the time. Like, I see people, like, playing golf on Tuesdays, and I'm like, man, <laughs> I really messed up in life. Well, Kenny wasn't doing that because he was at his rehab every single day. Well, yeah, because he was making a shit ton of money. Yeah. I'd be there every day, too, if I was making that much money. So, pretty much what Kenny said was law. I misheard you. But then I realized what you said. I thought you were saying pretty much what Kenny said was lol, like LOL. <laughs> no, like law. Like I, it was. I My brain was just working slower than. <laughs> I understood it after a second, but I heard <laughs> Kenny's word was lol. Yeah, no, no, what like, I said. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's LOL. But then I realized you said law. Yeah, law. What he said that goes. That makes sense. Okay. What he said goes. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. So anyways, um, some fun things they did in group therapy. They would watch movies instead of actually talking about things. Okay. I prefer to do that as well, though. Oh. I like to avoid my problems and watch movies. But not if you're in a treatment center. Mm, I don't go to treatment centers because I am poor. Okay. But and I'm not a drug addict. But for my other problems, like my other problems in life, I'm like, Meh. I ignore it. Okay, but if so you I were can paying, understand that. If you were paying for a treatment center, you probably shouldn't be watching movies. Well, the insurance company's paying for it, so. Okay, well, either way. Pish posh. Anyways, he was also involved in the medication management of his patients. That's a horrible idea. Which is crazy to me. Is he a pharmacist? Did I miss that? No, he's a um, personal trainer. Okay. So, um, yeah, the doctors just, like, let him do what he wanted, which is crazy because, like, that's their medical license on the line. Right. Did the doctors get uh, charged with this as well? Yes, ma'am. Oh, good. Okay. So, a new thing that he was doing, he also started using body brokers to get himself more patients. What the hell is a body broker? Well, that's like that person who recruited Micaiah. Okay. So, he would pay people to bring others to live in his homes. Oh, okay. So, that's where that $300 a week came from. Yeah. Is this body broker. Okay. Yeah. So he would use his current tenants to go out to populated areas, mm -hmm. drive up and down the streets, looking for people who appear to be living on the street and look like they might use drugs. Okay, my other question here is how many drug addicts have insurance? Well, so he targets young drug addicts. Who would still be on their parents' insurance? Yes, ma'am. Okay. That makes sense. I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't know a lot of drug addicts that are paying for insurance because they're using all their money for drugs. Right. So, no, he's but looking that makes for people sense. that are young. Under the age of 25, still on their parents' insurance. 26, but yes. Okay. I don't know. I was not mom and dad's insurance because they didn't have it. Right. Yeah. Me either. So, yeah. So, these people, they go up and down the streets. They would wait outside of 12-step programs, group therapy sessions, detox centers to find their next victims to bring to them. So, that is some real shitty stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. But, I mean, we've already established that Kenny's a... Real yeah. trash bag, in my opinion. Yeah, he sucks. So they would promise them little to no rent, free food, free cigarettes, payment to come live in his sober homes. And one of the first questions they would ask was, hey, do you have insurance? And if so, what kind? Mm. Then they would call um, either their house or the treatment center to see if their insurance would pay. And if it did, they would bring them. And they would target young people under 26 because most likely they were on their parents' insurance. Gotcha. To keep more money coming in, Kenny encouraged relapse to his patients, whose insurance we're about to quit paying. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. He would encourage drug addicts to relapse. Yeah. Like, what a absolute garbage person. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. In my opinion, Kenny sucks. Like, that is absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. they're, they're trying you're to get You're clearly help. clean, or you're on the verge of being clean. Let's just shoot you up with some more heroin. Let's relapse you. Like, fuck you, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Ashley, this was supposed to be a light case. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. This, I am pissed. Yeah, me too. I'm hot. Me too. I'm, <laughs> my face is red. Like, my body is ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sweating. Like, that makes me angry. Yeah. So their insurance, when they were about to be done paying, you know, they would only pay for so much, then they would cut you off. So he would just give them some drugs, take another urine sample. Oh, it would be positive. Send it back to the detox center. Then he would get his kickback from sending it to the detox center. Center. <laughs> the de detox center. <laughs> you knew what I meant. Yes. <laughs> 
Then they would come back to his sober houses and his treatment center, and he would start it over again. And he would also use whatever means necessary to keep people there as long as he could. In his sober houses, he would nail the windows shut and lock them in from the outside. He would take their phones, like we talked about before, to alienate them from their families. And he would make them pretty much just depend on him so they couldn't leave. Like an abusive partner. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And he got away with it for quite a while. Oh, uh, yeah. So one of the last things he did was he started a female-only sober house. And he treated it like a brothel. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because you had said, I was like, oh, is it like prostitution? And you were like, So, I mean, there's quite a bit on this, but I only put like four sentences in because I didn't really want to talk about it. So he fed the women drugs that lived there and allowed men to come in and sexually assault them. In April of 2015, a woman whose name was redacted, but she was 24. So I didn't know her age. Um, She came forward to tell police that she escaped um, his house or his sober house, and he had had the windows nailed shut and the doors locked, but she got out. She had been chained to the bed and forced to participate in prostitution. He withheld her food and medication, and within the four weeks that she was at his sober house, she was raped a hundred times. In four weeks? In four weeks, a hundred times. That's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, that is disgusting. I retract my previous statement. It's not my opinion. It's fact. I would agree. Kenny sucks. That is absolutely insane. A hundred times in four weeks. Yeah. I mean, that's multiple times a day. Yeah. Yeah, so she was not the only one, but she was the only one I added in. That's like four times a day almost. Because 28 days. Yeah, it's like. In four weeks. Three to four times a day. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, absolutely disgusting. Oh, my gosh. So, during the four few years, not four, I don't know how many years it was exactly. During the few years that Kenny's houses and treatment center were open, there were multiple reports about how he ran the center. Not Laura, who actually owned it. It was him. Um, he His abuse, how he forged the charts. There was prostitution. Staff, family members, and patients all had reports of these to DCFS. DCFS, but nothing was done. In 2016, there was a huge amount of opioid overdoses in South Florida and a large amount of fraud from the sober homes and treatment centers. So the FBI launched an investigation, and during their investigations, Kenny's name kept coming up. So they saw all the complaints against him and how there had been multiple people die from overdoses while in his care. So they started looking into him and started building a case. So this was only three months after Mikaya died. Okay, so she was one of his last victims. So I'm sure I get into this. I'm like, I shouldn't even waste my breath. Those aren't flashing anymore. Why? Yes, they are. Oh, okay. Ashley, I got this under control. Okay. You worry about your case. I worry about the focus right, Scarlet, to I too. Okay, sorry. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter. Continue. I'm sure you'll cover it. We're almost done here, so go ahead and ask. I just wanted to know, like, Kenny is the one running the cases. Is his wife going to get in trouble? She does, but not as much trouble as him. I mean, she should get in trouble because yeah. you shouldn't just, like, sign something over and not. Right, not know what you're doing. Right, that's insane to me. Yeah, no, she does get in a little trouble. I mean, not as much as him, obviously, but. Okay. So when they started with his, um, looking into him and building a case, they started with his patient records because those were the e- easiest to prove. And there were five overdoses that were positively linked to being Kenny's fault. There were um, tons of witnesses that came forward to talk about the abuse that they witnessed and encountered. And in 2017, Kenny Chapman was arrested for healthcare fraud, totaling $16 million. That's a lot of money. I I should have asked you guess. It was only a few years. I know, but it sh- I feel like it should be more than that. If he's charging $600,000 a person. Yeah. Over seven months. I mean. Right. I'm sure it was more than that. Yeah. I mean, probably. They could probably only prove that much, but I'm sure it was more than that. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. So, healthcare fraud, $60 million, money laundering, and sex trafficking. 16 or 60? 16. Yeah. I feel One like it six. should be more than that. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, even the math on that. So, at 16 million, that would only be about, like, 30 people. His treatment center was only open. I found, like, different years that his treatment center was open. I couldn't find, like, a website for the treatment center. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they took that down. But some things said 2013, and then others said 2015. Okay, but... So, if it was only two years... I still feel like he treated more than 30 people. Yeah. I mean, based true. off of that, that would be 30 people in every seven months. I mean, for, like, a course of seven months. Yeah, that's true. So, I guess that's probably all they could prove. Right. There has to be more than that. Initially, he was put up for 15 years, but after hearing all of the victim impact statements, the judge sentenced him to 27 years with no possibility of parole. His wife, Laura, was sentenced to three years, and then seven other associates, sober house managers, and doctors were arrested and sentenced anywhere from 18 months to 10 years for the parts that they played in his horrible scheme. But one good thing did come out of this horrible series of events um florida approved a state-funded sober home task force to shut down criminals in the addiction treatment industry and since then 200 facilities have been shut down and 50 people have been arrested so there's probably a lot more out there but that's a good start uh okay (laughs) i feel like if they shut down 200 there should be more than 50 arrests But the, like, 200 facilities could just be, like, they weren't following protocols or whatever. Arrest them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, so that was a red collar. That's the end, right? Yeah, that's the end. So, no, he did not, like, physically kill her himself. But, like, it is 100% his fault. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's 100%. I mean, he should be held liable for that, yes. But it's not red collar. He didn't kill her. Red collar is when somebody is committing a white collar crime and they then murder someone to conceal their crime. So it was not red collar. It was a white collar crime. Right. Okay. Well, either way, there was death, so. Yeah. There's death in white collar, though. Like that. Right. And they could only prove five. Right. But there had to be a lot more than five. Right. Yeah, that wasn't late at all. No, I'm really sorry. What the wrong with you? How could you put such negative energy into our brand new podcasting studio? I'm sorry. I would say it won't happen again, but that's not true. No, it's not true. It's always going to be gross stuff that we cover, so. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the job. It is. So. So, that's all I have. Thank you for sharing that with me. I'm glad that it's not bedtime, so I don't have to go home and, like, immediately go to bed. I mean, it's kind of late. It's almost my bedtime. Okay, but normally we're not even recording yet. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's nice for me. Yeah. I'm a lot more energetic than I normally am. I would agree. At midnight. I think that was like, I would would rate that case 10 out of 10. I mean, like this episode, 10 out of 10. Good. Our energy was good. Our wine drinking was good. Your case was good. I, of course, I'm always on my A game, so. Always. I had lots of reaction for you. I think it was a good case. Yeah, I think think so, it was a good episode. Maybe one of our best yet. Give ourselves a pat on the back. Yes, yes. All right, well. um, Do we have anything else we want to tell the people before we let them go? I don't think so. Okay, well, I do. Um, If you're not members of our (laughs) Patreon um, and you don't support us in any way, now would be a great time to do so. Uh, Because as part of our podcasting room, I bought this table and chairs off of um, Facebook Marketplace. First of all, I bought them from this little sweet lady. She was selling the table with three chairs. So the table was $35. <laughs> the table was $35. And she said she had three folding chairs that were $10 for all three. I said, could you do $40 for the three chairs on the table? And she said, you can have table and two chairs, which was fine because that's all I needed. But whatever. So anyway, I bought them. These chairs are freaking horrendous. Oh, yeah. My butt hurts my so butt bad. My butt hurts so bad. My back is killing me. So if you do not support our podcast, now's the time. Yes, for sure. I feel like... The commercials that are like, please feed the starving children in Africa. Please help my butt. Can you please, if you do not do so already, could you please support the show? For the low, low price of $3 a month, you can join the base level of our Patreon. $3 a month is literally 10 cents a day. Or if you want to break it down, it's like 75 cents an episode. If you appreciate what we do and you like the podcast and you listen every week... $3 is a cup of coffee. You know what I mean? Less than a cup of coffee. It is. So anyway, now's the time. All right. 
for a limited time, not really, you can join it whenever, but if you could join it now, that would be fantastic because these chairs are horrendous and I, I don't know that I can do this. We're going to have to buy new chairs. Yeah. So the choices are either we get people to join the Patreon or I sell a kid. I vote kid. No. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? I'm just kidding. I don't want your kids gone. I love them. Yeah. So anyway, if you guys could join the Patreon, now's the time to do it. For sure. We would appreciate it. We need chairs. And I mean, the ones I priced out are like uh, like 75 bucks a piece, the cheapest I could find with lumbar support. I need lumbar support because I'm getting old. Yeah, for sure. Sierra's old is lady. Hurting. We also need a tripod if you guys want to see YouTube videos. And that's another 15 that's another bucks. Goal of ours. And then also Ashley doesn't like the wall, so we have to have a backdrop, which is another $15. So right there, we're looking at what? Like 200 bucks. And we want a neon sign. <sighs> the neon sign is hundreds <laughs> of dollars, so that's probably never going to happen. But if we could just raise like $200, then we could buy new chairs, a backdrop, and a tripod. That'd be cool. That'd be real cool, y'all. So anyway, if you do not already have the Patreon, join it up. I'll be honest, the Pepperoni Patronis are the real MVPs. Because honestly, we treat them like shit. Yeah, we really need to be We better. really do. We really treat them like We're shit. We're acting like Kenny. Yeah, we really are. I'm really sorry to our Pepperoni Patronis. We are garbage. And um, we have bonus episodes recorded for you. Um, I'm just a slack ass, and I don't really want to edit them. Or we had... a um multiple bonus episodes that we then released as normal episodes because we couldn't get it together to record but we're doing better now and um we have a bonus episode ready to go ashley's gonna edit it um yeah no because i asked you to send it to me a month ago when we recorded it okay but i have to piece the shit together because our garbage internet connection just like stopped recording mid thing so it's trash but we're still gonna release it um and then hopefully we'll record another bonus this week. I don't know. We really got to get it together. You got to stop promising them things because we don't follow through. It's just oh, so hard. It is. But, you know, we're really going to try to be better. And we apologize for sucking. I really apologize. I really am a piece of trash. Like, straight up. It's okay. We love you. I freaking hope so. I mean, they must because they haven't, like, dropped out and, like, told me I'm a piece of trash. That's true. No one has said that. I also really want to make it... I don't know. I need the Patreons to reach out. How do you as a Patreon listen to the podcast? Because another thing I want to do is I kind of feel like the Patreon app's a pain in the ass. Yeah. I would really like to make a separate Apple RSS feed for the Patreon. So that, like, if they listen to an Apple podcast, they can then listen to the bonus episodes in, like, a private RSS feed. That's how another podcast that I listen to does it. Yeah. There was this one when I was researching a case a couple of weeks ago that I was listening to a podcast and I kept trying to click on it and listen to it and it like kept trying to get me to subscribe and I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then I realized that you have to be a member to listen to that episode. Okay. So but it like, was like in their normal Apple feed. Okay. But like we can do that too. Right. With the subscribe feature on Buzzsprout, which we're going to do with the next bonus. Which we're going to do with the next bonus. Do you hear those dogs? Yes. They're obnoxious. Your neighbors are annoying. Uh, 100%, yeah. I would like to... Whose dogs are those? I don't know. They bark all day long. That's horrendous. Okay, but anyway, we can do that with the Buzzsprout subscription. I just would like for the Patreon. Like, there should be a way to link it to the Patreon so that they also have their own. I don't know. I gotta figure it out. Yeah. But anyway, we appreciate the Pepperoni Patronis. If it wasn't for them, we'd be nothing. That is true. They literally buy everything for us because they believe in us. And it would just be nice if more of you believed in us, maybe. If, if you feel it in your hearts. If your heartstrings are pulling at you. I feel like I'm running like a a love-a-thon with K-Love. K yeah. Like, <laughs> I know that I'm speaking to your heartstrings right now. And if I am, I can feel it in my heart. One of you wants to join our Patreon at the $10 level. If that's you, go now. Pull over on the side of the road. <laughs> Pull over on the side of the road and join the Weekly Dose of Wicked Patreon. Not they say that me. all the time. Yeah, they really do, but I'm just messing around. Um, but no, for real though, if you can support us, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, that'd be cool. I just really, I don't have the money to keep buying things out of pocket, so. Like this table. And these chairs. It was only $40. And these, what are they called? They're soundproofing panels. Oh, okay. Even though you say they're not. They're acoustic panels to stop the echoing in their room. Even though the listing says acoustic soundproofing panels. Okay. 
Well, they're also from China, so. Right. China. They just might not know the English words. I don't know. Anyway, our Patreon does buy a lot of stuff for us. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have. I mean, they bought a lot of stuff for us. Mm-hmm. They're the bomb.com. They are. But they we are. do still have to buy stuff out of pocket quite often, so. Now's the time. We got big things in the works, so now's the time. Jump on the weekly dose of wicked train. Choo choo. Join the Patreon. Or just buy go to buymeacoffee.com. If you don't want to if you don't want a monthly subscription, cool, cool. Go Give to buy me buymeacoffee.com. Give us five bucks. Give us a dollar. Give us whatever. I don't think I'll let you do a dollar, but whatever. If you can donate, we would appreciate it. Alright, let's stop begging for money. I know it makes you uncomfortable. It does. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but somebody's got to do it. Okay, anyways. That's all. All right. That's all, folks. That was good. I like that. (laughs) All right. Anyway, we love you guys. We appreciate you coming every week. So we'll see you next week when we do a whole new case. All right. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you like what you heard and you want to support a small podcast, please give us money at www.patreon.com forward slash weekly dose of wicked where you can join one of our four amazing tiers starting at just a measly three dollars a month that's literally 10 cents a day you can join the slightly wicked after that we've got the moderately wicked for just five dollars a month followed by the awesomely wicked for seven dollars a month and for those high rollers big ballers we have the extraordinarily good so head on over check it out if you like what you see join it up if subscriptions aren't your jam head on over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash w-d-o-w where you can give us a one-time donation to buy us a coffee or you know like podcasting equipment which would probably be a better use of our money feel free to give us a follow on instagram at weekly underscore dose underscore of underscore wicked or you can just search weekly dose of wicked and we'll pop up because we're the only ones or you can give us a like on facebook at facebook.com slash weekly dose of wicked Or, you know what, you could just do both, because that would be better for us. For a direct feed of our podcast, please go to www.weeklydoseofwicked.buzzsprout.com. Great news, guys. We've made it big time. And you can now listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yep, yep. Even Pandora, they finally let us in. Make sure to come back next Wednesday for your Weekly Weekly Dose of Wicked. Wicked. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.